here's the funny thing. It doesn't matter even if you're right, because being right, but being ineffective is just the same as being wrong, right? It doesn't matter if you're factually accurate, if you aren't able to make progress, if you're not able to get closer to where you want to be. That's just the harsh reality about success. By the way, this is the Edgy Conversations podcast. I am Dan Waldschmidt. As you know, this is the podcast about radical help for people who want it, where we talk about all things potently powerful for high performers. Lots of P's thrown in there tonight. I've been thinking a lot today about the idea of effectiveness and the superpower of something like empathy. Um, I'm an intense person. <laughs> I said that so calmly, didn't I? I'm an intense person. Uh, yeah, I know I'm intense. And um, I believe things strongly. Like if, I, if I believe it, it's not just like I believe, it's I believe, you know, really believe. Here's what's frustrating about when you believe and no one else does. Is that you're left in this place where you feel like you need to like ring down fire from heaven like the prophet Elijah. And, you know, excited and, and jacked up and as emotional as you are. But that doesn't often work. And when it does work, the effects or results are short-lived because enthusiasm is, uh, it's like cocaine. You know, you get a drag of it, you get a taste of it, you're up. But unless you're adding more of that drug to your system, unless you're perpetually inspired, unless you're constantly in pursuit of motivation, it quickly falls away. You're left feeling empty. You're left feeling like, there's room for improvement, which is why empathy makes such a big difference in our lives. In a culture where we're surrounded by such political extremes, where families are fighting each other, husbands and wives are not talking to each other because of how they believe or how offended they are at, at, at whoever's the president of the United States or things like that. People are having these ridiculous conversations about other people's intentions, which you can't, you can't, you may guess, but you can't know someone's intentions, right? By the way, for the record, can we just all agree on that? People fighting about, not about success, not fighting, not about progress, not fighting about how they themselves can move from where they are to where they want to be, but about somebody else. And but I, don't, I don't care who it is. No one has as big of an impact on your life as you do. Like the president of the United States or a political party that you like or hate or somebody on the radio or somebody on TV, none of those, none of those, all of those guys, none of them have as much of an impact on your life as you do. So you can choose to be drained of your momentum, drained of your uh, energy, drained of your excitement by soaking up the negativity and criticism of the conversation that surrounds these people. Or you can choose to liberate yourself, empower yourself by choosing to transcend the entire discussion. Rise above it. And the only way you rise above it is by empathy. Here's what it means. Not just in your words, connecting the person you're talking with in a black and white format of they're an idiot or they're they're not an idiot, right? But connecting to a place of emotional uncertainty. Here's what I mean by that. It's a lot of gobbledygook, or it can sound like gobbledygook. 
is that you can't be certain what that other person is feeling, but you can make some guesses. And for example, maybe the person you're talking to is just having a bad day. Maybe every other day in the history of their life, they've been a pleasantly wonderful, kind, excited person, but they got cut off on the way to work and maybe their spouse told them, hey, I'm leaving you for somebody else. And maybe uh, their kids are failing and they got one too many bills in the mail and they finally just threw up their hands and said, what the hell is going on? And are lashing out at you. And you're on the end of that conversation going, what in the world? That person's, you know, the world's biggest idiot. You know, I can't, I can't believe this person. I can't believe that person. And they lash out at you and you have the, a wrong perception. But if you were to understand that person, then you might feel differently about how they, how they acted. You might interpret what they're saying differently. See, that's what's key. I think about uh, recently all of the kind of natural disasters, natural and unnatural disasters that have happened. We had hurricanes smash down in Houston. And, you know, it's like, it's one of the, what, top five largest cities in the United States? I think it's three or four or five. I don't know. Um, I'm not, this is not Trivial Pursuit, but I think it's one of those, the, the top cities in the United States. And then days later, you had another perhaps equally devastating hurricane smash down in Florida. And then you had hurricanes decimate, I mean, just decimate the Virgin Islands, and then you had another hurricane hit Puerto Rico, another, you know, uh, U.S. country. And then you had somebody get an automatic rifle in Vegas and just shoot 600-plus people, killing 10% of them. And I don't know. I think in moments, when I just think of other people suffering, I know my opinion changes about them. Like, it doesn't really matter if the person who got shot in Vegas was a Trump supporter or not, right? Does it matter to you? They're dead or they're hurting or they're permanently maimed. I don't care their politics. I'm suddenly horrified at the position they find themselves in. I think about um, the people who are devastated by these hurricanes. I think about renters. You know, whenever a hurricane hits... The people who are impacted the most financially are renters because the homeowner probably has homeowner's insurance, right? But you almost always have to have homeowner's insurance unless you own the home outright. And so the home will get replaced and, and, and some of the goods that are inside of it because that's what your policy covers. But renters, a lot of renters are not required to have renter's insurance. And so to save money, renters will often skimp out and not get renter's insurance. So think about that. You can't afford a house, so you're renting, or you're choosing not to buy a house, but let's just say you can't afford a house, so you're renting, and then a storm comes along and wipes out everything you have, and now you don't even have insurance to pick up, you know, pay for that, pick that up. I just know that the times in my life when I'm most effective, I'm emotionally moved, I'm empathetic towards the needs of others. Like, my petty thoughts about what our leaders should be doing or why are politicians, you can't see me air-quoting over here, suck, you know, all of that stuff. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. Now, here's the thing. How do we put ourselves in this state of empathy when there's not a forest fire or a flood or a hurricane or a mass shooting? 
or someone you know didn't come down with cancer, right? How do we, how do we empathize more? And, you know, I don't have that covered. I don't have that. This is not a masterclass from Dan Waltzman on how to do that. But what I, what I believe is key to that is just reminding ourselves of what really matters. In other words, if this person were involved in a you know, horrible accident, would I still care this much about their politics? Or would it be okay that they believe what they believe? If this person were to get tragically injured in one of these horrific natural or unnatural disasters, would I really care so much about this stupid discussion? Would I really care about it? What this allows us to do is transcend the pettiness that fills our lives. And look, make no mistake, it doesn't matter how zen-like you are, your life is full of pettiness. Your life is full of ridiculous crap that you've let in over the years. And it's very hard not to. Now, you may be one of the 1% or 2% that has this life that's, that's clear and, and wide open and unencumbered by your opinions or anyone else's opinions or thoughts or baggage or years of, of, of frustration. You might be the one person who's not bothered by anything. And, and I'm in awe. I'm in awe of you. I'm in awe of, 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 of I, I want to know what you have. Because that, that, you know, that you're an amazing person. But the truth is, your life is probably cluttered of years of frustration, of being picked on, of other people misunderstanding you, people not treating you correctly, people taking you for granted. And so you lash out at others. By the way, when I say you, I could put myself, I, in front of every one of these sentences. And it takes life to remind us of what really matters. And what really matters is this. Friends, friends matter, family matters, supporting each other matters, smiles matter. I was with my son tonight after football practice. We went to the eighth wonder of the world is this gas station called QT. It's also called Quick Trip. But if you've never been, and, and by the way, there's, I think there's, um, oh man, what's the other one? There's, there's Spinx. There's a couple of these gas stations. Have you ever been to some of these gas stations that have like an amazing um, food store attached to them, right? Where they've got sandwiches and coffees and donuts and all kinds of good stuff. And when we came out of the store, uh, my son was, was playing football. So I got him a Gatorade and Sarah wanted a, a diet. And so I, uh, I got her a diet Coke and I'm, I'm, I'm coming home. And as I start heading back to my car, my son sent it to me. I said, huh? What'd you say? He goes, oh, nothing. I said, did you say something to me? And he, he just looked, gave me this weird look. And I got in the car, I said, did you say something to me? He said, no. That guy asked you if you had any change. And I looked at a table, and there was a guy sitting at a table. He had a, a Walmart tent next to him, Walmart brand tent in a box next to him. And so I assumed he was going to use that in the night. And I didn't have much change. Literally, I had $6. And so I took the $6 out of my wallet and handed it to the guy. Now, there would have been many days when my natural default, by the way, it's not a Dan's awesome. It, this is, this is, I'm telling the whole story to come to this conclusion about how embarrassed I was. Like, that's a no-brainer. You see a guy like that, I mean, look, oh, he's going to spend it on drugs. Is he? I don't know. Maybe he's just going to try to, you know, get a donut and have some food and get to where he's going to be tomorrow. But there are many times where I would have been cynical and cranky and critical and assume the worst about a person asking me for change. 
you know, get a job, just put your hustle in, do some hard work. Come on. What do you, you know, uh, this is crazy. You know, just go, just go pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I mean, I, you, you guys heard me rant and rave, but I think my, my heart is troubled and has been troubled for the last few days, for the last few weeks, just about all of the hurting people that I see around me and friends with brain cancer, friends having heart attacks, friends struggling in their marriages and their businesses, people getting shot, people losing everything they have and love in these natural disasters. And, and I guess it's a lesson to me that reminds me of what really matters. And it's not about whatever shtick I'm pushing. It's not whatever books I'm writing or blogs I'm teasing or programs I'm selling or speaking events that I'm advertising. It's, it's really about the good we can do for others in the world. And shame on me that it takes so much disaster in the world to remind me to do what matters first, not last, but to do that first. And um, maybe there's a word of recommendation in there for you. Maybe you're already doing that. Maybe you're, you don't struggle like I do with keeping your focus on being valuable to others and giving love to others. I know I do. So I thought I'd just take a few minutes and Maybe open up, open up the kimono a little bit, share a little bit of what I'm going through and ways that I know I can be better. Listen, guys, as always, this is the Edgy Conversations podcast where we talk about radical help for people who want it. Um, give some love. Share some love with people. It's amazing. Just tell somebody you love them when you're done with this podcast. You may be working out. You may be, when you walk by the receptionist at the gym, just say thank you for what you do. Give them a big smile. Tell them they look beautiful. Tell them their smile looks amazing. You'll feel great just sharing the love. I love you. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I'll see you on the next one.